Ben here and uh, good afternoon. This is uh, Quintus Curtius here. Welcome back to the podcast and with me. I'm very happy today to have Carlo Prater, who has been a professional fighter since 2002, and that's basically around 17 years now. And he's a member of the MMA. Carlo, are you, are you with me? I sure am. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure, Carlo. My pleasure. And, you know, I wanted to do a another podcast with you because the first one was just, <laughs> was just was just such a kick-ass experience here and i i thought that you know what we talk about is maybe some insight that you could give us on you know what goes through your mind you know before uh, about you know during it and and after it maybe just kind of walk us through you know all of your preparation you know mental physical whatnot and and just kind of let us know how that because you know guys like you know guys like me who, who don't know anything about professional fighting you know I, I'm, I'm totally ignorant of it you know I'm, I'm always curious to know kind of what what um, what sort of preparation process you go through and 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 then after so you you tell us man what how does that work well um there's a lot that goes into it you know each and every fight is a it's a it's a battle and the war is your career itself that's the way i look at it but each battle is very decisive and it sort of dictates you know how the the war or your career will be you know either uh one in that you eventually leave the war you know in one piece and and hopefully richer and wiser but um you know uh either way uh, there's a lot that goes into each, you know, particular battle. Basically, when I uh, find out about a uh, a new opportunity or a fight, um, I really quick just check out the guy and sees, you know, on a, on a. There's a couple mm-hmm. of databases online that you can look at for that, and uh, wow. uh, check him out. Just see some of his strengths and uh, weaknesses. See his record. Well, how, who and how do you do? With, but where, but where how do you? Lives. And how do you actually do that, Carl? Because I'm always curious. Like when you say check out their strengths and weaknesses what like will you watch like video clips of of them in action or what how how do you do that yeah well i just sort of uh i'd go to there's a couple sites uh you go to mma.tv or uh suredog.com and check them check out uh, any fighter uh putting in their name uh in the uh you know in boxing it's boxrec uh uh, and you can check out the record, their opponents, uh, their, you know, their whole career basically. And, uh, it's got a summary for each, uh, of the thousands of pro fighters out there in the world. And wow. I just sort of, you know, mentally just look, okay, this guy, he's won a lot of fights by this, or he's lost a couple of fights here and there by that. Uh, okay. He's been knocked out a couple of times over the last two or three years. He might be chinny. Uh, okay. He's lost, you know, three or four <laughs> fights over the last, you know, five six years by choke um he's probably chicken neck um ah he's (laughs) you know he's he's knocked out you know seven of his last eight opponents wow seems intimidating let me check further check out his opponents they're all losing record guys that were brought in to fluff his record ah not such badass after all so there's certain things you can do to sort of get a gauge of who you're fixing to tangle with and um, it all, like I said, it's all part of the battle. So that's one part. And then you have to go ahead and, okay, this fight's for what, here in two months, eight weeks. So that gives me, you know, uh, about seven weeks to, to, to train. And then week of the fight, you really don't train. You're just sort of cutting weight and, right. you know, having, having to deal with all the, you know, pre-event stuff, you know, any last minute medicals that you need to turn in or, uh, promotional things or, 
even travel to the event. So that last week is not, there's not really any training, effective training that's done, but uh, you have to go ahead and start, sort of get together a, a plan for your, your training cycle. You should be training all year long anyways and never stop. But of course it's going to amp up to be about 10 sessions a week. Um, I try to do two, two times a day um, wow. for a, a, you know, a, a certain opponent. And when I'm not, training twice a, a day for a fight i'm always training once a day at least um for my own uh yeah. personal maintenance and uh, betterment as a fighter and i also you know I, i'm also a wrestling coach here at the american school in brasilia um i also wow. uh train uh, an elite uh, uh tactical operations unit in the federal police here in brazil so i'm always oh really fantastic and, but i don't yeah i don't yeah I don't, I don't count it as training though but I'm well, always going to train once a day. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't mean to my, my own personal betterment. Well, you you know, you've got some um I've seen some of the videos that you've posted and I've I guess retweeted, you know, you got some great some of these great training methods, man, like the <laughs> like picking up these big uh big tires, you know, these industrial tires, throwing them around, you know, or just these wood chopping. How did you come up with that? Is that something that you well, invented or what? <laughs> well, I I've 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 sort of I've, been exposed to so many different uh different schools of thought you know americans and uh you know of course i started uh wrestling in oklahoma and there's all sorts of you know that's it's got a long storied history uh in 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 wrestling and then you know i i trained with uh people there in the united states in in the mma world um i came down to brazil trained and absorbed a lot of training here i went to thailand trained and absorbed a lot of training there so it's sort of an amalgam of all the training i've been exposed to but some of it's just tried and true no frills just logical stuff like you know uh chopping wood it's good for overall conditioning so awesome you know uh, motor motor coordination hand eye uh you cannot mess up otherwise you'll you'll go you'll lose a finger a toe or something but (laughs) yeah you know throwing tires there's there's functionality functionality to it you know lifting something off the ground with you know as rapid a velocity as you can tossing it over your head that sort of recreates a the suplex movement um yeah you know just just these these basic primal exercises there's a lot to be said for those and not only that but i'm I'm an outdoorsy guy so i like to do as much as i can outdoors and i'm i'm blessed here where i live my little compound um i've got plenty of space so that's never really been a problem for me since I've been living here, but, um, I've, I've been trying yeah. to incorporate a lot of that, uh, manual labor style, uh, just general conditioning training over the last, you know, 10, 15 years of my career. Well, that's awesome. No, I, I, it's just, I, and I've seen some of the pictures you've sent me like of your, uh, your immediate area there where you've got, you've even got the, even some treetop, treetop combat possibilities there. The monkeys. Absolutely. I've seen some monkeys, man. I've seen we, some, I've seen some monkeys flying around there too. So we, we got, cool. we got to learn we from our cool brothers, monkeys. man. Exactly. I have, I'm cool with those guys, bro. Cool <laughs> well, <laughs> they well, teach me much about throwing coconuts. At <laughs> That's for damn sure. Oh yeah, there's no, yeah. <laughs> there's no better teachers. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, man, when you and you know, what is it? And I know when, when you're in the zone, like I, I know when you're actually in the moment, when when you're in the ring. I'll bet there's probably not a lot that goes through your mind except what's immediately happening right then. But are there? 
are there like do you do you have to tactically plan things out i mean or how how much of it is at that moment is just pure instinct and how much is just sort of you know planned out calculation well that's funny because it's like you're thinking even while you're doing uh even while you're you're fighting and you know it, it's a fight so you might get cut or something or you might get you know caught with a you know a knee in the solar plex Plus yeah. this or uh, a punch in a rib cage, you might be feeling it, but you can't show it. But you're thinking through the whole process, yeah. seeing your own bloodstream down the side of your body, and you're you're both sort of huffing and puffing on each other. And there's a lot that's actually going in your mind, on in your mind while you're getting down. And it's wow. it's, it's it's funny to think about it like that, but you've got to be in the moment, and you've got to be totally just committed to it, and just trying to fucking win at all costs. But you also yeah. have to think. Because if you just blindly just berserker, um, there's no dopes in the MMA world, and you know you'll you'll you you'll pay <laughs> you for will it. be yeah you'll be caught in a choke or you'll be knocked out off a counter punch or something will happen. So you can't just go blind and just oh I'm just going to go rage it out and it, it's no. not that primal. Uh, you know it's 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 very it's a violent sport, but there it's a thinking man sport. So. You have to think in there while you're doing it, but uh, it's not so much about uh, thinking or rationalizing or analyzing. It's just sort of like making quick decisions, you know. Right. You know, right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's in the third round. I'm pushing up against the guy against the fence. Um, my corner's screaming at me. You know, uh, uh, swim your arms in, get get away from him. You know, you've lost last couple rounds. You really need to knock him out. Do you keep driving into them or do you shuck your arms out and then work your way back to the middle of the cage where, you know, you, you still got another couple of minutes where you can try the knockout? What do you do? So you have to you have to make, a, you know, quick decisions. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, you know, it's funny the way you describe it, Carlo. It kind of reminds me. I, I know it's it's like what I do is very different from what you do, but it kind of reminds me in some ways of a, of a jury trial or, or a, a, a or a bench trial or a jury trial where you can choreograph it out to some extent, or you can, you can try to prepare, you know, you, you have to prepare as, as much as you can. But then, then when you're, when you're in the, when you're in that zone, when you're in the, uh, you know, in the arena, there's just not, a, there's a, there's a little bit of time for reflective thought, but not a lot. You've got to kind of just, you know, you've got to just kind of just put out there what, what you can put out there and, and just hope that right. it sticks, you know? So right. I, 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 I get what you're saying, man. You have and... to perform. That's the main thing. You know, you can't analyze it too much because then no. you're going to be analyzing your loss. Cause you were thinking while well, you should have been fighting. You only got three, five minute rounds or in a title fight, you only got five, five minute rounds. That's at most 25 minutes or, you know, 15 minutes at most. That's if it goes to a decision to perform, you don't want to yeah. think too much perform otherwise you could be thinking about that for the rest of your life you'll be thinking oh, about I the know, loss man. that you took because you were thinking too much for the rest of your life so it's better just to just fucking do it bite bite down on your piece lean into it and just get it done and you'll than, feel better about it know, afterwards too. thinking yeah exactly just just sort of throw yourself into the process commit to it who cares if you lose who cares if you win that's something i only really started to incorporate over the last couple of years of my career because i've been yeah. through so much and you know, I've, I've, you know, yeah, you've I've had got a heel, so very many long damn career. fights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've got so many fights, but it took me, you know, so long to 
you know, realize these lessons. Um, yeah. I've only started to incorporate them over the last couple of years. No, oh, I know. I know what you mean, man. Uh, believe me, it's, it's almost like you just, you, you know, learning something once is not enough. You have to learn it multiple times in multiple different ways. And tr- trust exactly. me, I know, I know what you're saying. And what, you know, one of the things that, that I've, notice that nobody ever seems to talk about is like what what goes on in your mind after a fight's over what as you're driving home or walking home or riding home or whatever it is what you know if it's a win obviously you've got the euphoria but if if it's not what what do you what do you do like what what goes through your mind do you just do you replay it right then or do you just kind of like you know when what how does that work it's it depends i mean if you won you should be you should be happy and relieved and you're going to be, you know, euphoric, uh, to some point. Also, you're going to be there. You're going to have some good adrenaline going through you and endorphins. And you're just going to be feeling like, you know, you're, you're on top of the world. Everything will be really clear. Um, yeah. but if you've lost, it's, it's sort of the opposite. You're, 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 there's a lot of adrenaline, a lot of endorphins. You're not really feeling, uh, I don't know. It's an energy rush, but if you lost, you're already starting to think. You know why? Yeah. Fuck. What now? These sort of thoughts, and 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 it can sort of take you into a dark place if you if you let that take over. Oh, I know. You know. I know. You, you know. Uh, at that moment, but I, I don't know. I think the main thing that I always try to keep in mind, uh, winning or losing, and uh, you know, I try. I've 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 tried to be more cognizant of this the last several years of my career was just to try to be a, a class act and be classy no yeah. matter what. Like, you know, I, I, I really believe that in life, like people like society is so soy right now that you know, people <laughs> like, well, even like yeah. in, 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 in our, in our, Everything. Uh, in our limited, in our limited, uh, you know, interactions that we have with people on the inter- on an everyday basis it, it, it's it's almost like nowadays it's it's rare for people to say oh thank you sir or uh, yeah, oh hi ma'am right. could i open up that that door for you ma'am you know just sir and ma'am stuff that my dad used to get on me yeah, every single time uh for yeah. years when i was a kid i mean my dad was really a regimentarian about that he was really in you know about cordiality and, and manners and good, it, it goes That's far good. because people think of you better uh, after yeah. what you know afterwards promoters are, are willing to work with you again uh fighters will uh, whether they'll admit it or not they'll look up to you because yeah. you're you're a man you're able to yeah. you know you took your loss or whatever but you looked them in the eye and you shook your hand and said thanks a lot you know and uh you know I no, it's always success. the best. It's always the best. It's way. always I mean, the best just, way. It really is, man. If you're it's so if you're true gonna if you're gonna everything. if you're gonna be you know be an asshole after a win and you know start doing like gang signs and being an idiot and a nape oh, in yeah. there, Nobody no one will that. ever want to have you back. No. Or or they might, but they'll bring you back as a gimmick because they want to see yeah. you fall. Yeah. And also, if you're if you're, it, you know, and if and if you if you lost and you're a class act. Well, you, you've got the respect on a, on a man level, you know, maybe as a competitor, right. they got, they got the better of you on that night, but they still admire you. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's the best way to go. No, because it, it no, it's so true, man. You know, I was just, I was working on an, uh, an essay today for the, the site and it had a similar kind of lesson, you know, uh, 
uh, I won't bore you with the details, but it, it, it comes down to setting a good example. Even, even your opponents will respect you and will honor you if, if they know that you fought the good fight and that you did it as a, as a gentleman and as, a, as an honorable man and not as a weasel right. or, or a chicken shit, you know, then, right. then you're going to be right. so much better. I mean, it just, it just comes back to, you know, you, you reap what you sow. I mean, it's such a, it's, you've heard it so many times with people, just so many of these guys forget it, man. They just allow their, they allow their emotions, their anger to, to just get a hold of them. And it's not that they're bad guys. It's just that they're not in control of their faculties. You know what I mean, Carlo? They just don't, right. no one's trained them right. No one has, no one has educated them right. Absolutely. And, and here's the sad part about that is becoming systemic. Like you, you cannot, you cannot recreate the kind of education that you're going to have in a two parent household. Uh, no. and I'm not even bashing people who are not raised by both parents. My, my parents had, uh, you know, they, uh, they had a divorce when I was about 10 years old. So I had to live with my father and, you know, I, I, I love both of my parents dearly. I'm just trying to say, I'm, I'm no example of that. I'm just saying, if I could choose to have, uh, you know, a, a person raised in a two-family household um, where both parents uh, were, you know, appearing, you know, uh, upholding their uh, their uh, traditional gender roles and teaching the kid, uh, you know, just basic morals and ethics, um, you yeah. know, make your bed, um, no sir, no ma'am, yes sir, no ma'am, you know. Um, yeah, it comes down to respect. Yeah, just respect. respect. Yeah. Because and here's here's what's happening, we're not getting that now. Um, no, you know, no. The family has been destroyed over. You know, uh, you know, second, third wave feminism, Marxism, you name it. Now we have uh, people that are raised um, in sort of toxic environments at home, and they have to yeah. go into the school. And yeah. the school, they're not doesn't do anything to, either. They don't do anything either. Well, yeah. they're there to teach you arithmetic. Right. Reading and writing skills, yeah, this, they interpretation. Can't. They're not there to teach you no, ethics character. and morals. That should be done no. at the house. No. So I think that's that's one of the main things that's that's been accelerating a lot of this just 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 decay of society, and it's turning it you know just totally soy. Is yeah, that there's I, no, <laughs> you know, there's no. I, know, <laughs> I mean, no, well, it's true. It's real. From it's your old man. Not. I know there's no well it comes down to and, and you know we've we've talked mom, about this you know and, I mean a strong mother I mean, you could be raised by a single mother that's, that's not the point I'm I'm not I'm not I'm in no way am I uh disparaging of, no, of, of I, anyone's of you know family orientation I'm just trying to say whoever's raising you you know I hope to God they're raising you well to teach yeah. you respect to be cordial to work hard to you know, just make your bed, basically. Uh, you know, it's well. There's got to be, it's, yeah. It's pretty much be, just I common know, sense man. stuff. It's it, well. It used to be common sense. I just think now that I, I, I it, you know, to me, my mind, it, it all comes down to just, just these are the effects of, of like you said, of all this, you know, extreme wealth and and decadence, and people don't they lose sight of what's important. They they think that they what they think is important is not what's important and then then they're just distracted by all the all the gimmicks of society which you know they want again the the, the idea is to turn us all into consumers to just basically just uh, well we all we all know the deal we all know what's going on it's it's just for but that's sure why, but and that's, that's why i like fighting cuz it gets me away from that while i'm in there like while i'm in there i don't care if he's rich if he's yellow 
I don't care his color, yeah. his orientation, his sexual orientation. I don't care what religion he's from. We're there to compete. I'm there to win at all costs. It's a if great I can equalizer. knock him out, I will knock him out. No pity, no mercy. <laughs> oh, I know. Because he won't have any on me. And if I can tap him out, I will tap him out quick. And he won't have any mercy on me. And it's it's a very – it's sort of like a Fight Club, man. You know, yeah. uh, I, I just love that movie. And I love the book too. I was finally so, finished yeah. the book. But it's it's a lot of allegory of just, uh, you know, traditional masculine uh, bonding and not only bonding, but just being a man in a traditional sense of, look, you know, every once in a while you're going to stub your toe and it's going to bleed or you're just going to cry and just fall down on the ground. Oh, my God. Or even right. get up. Right. Like, oh, that fucking stings and just sort of walk it off. And huh, well, got to finish moving this sofa down the down the stairs so you just got to you just got to finish the job and you go clean it up later it's it can't ruin your day you know if you if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed up, well suck it up and keep ah, moving i don't yeah. feel like going into work today it's just not my day ah, i'm gonna go back in and just you can't do that you know if 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 people don't face their fears which is all fighting is about it, you know um the, you're not good life for is going to be well, life is going to be too much for these people. So yeah. that's what I always loved about fighting. I, I came from a really good background, you know, um, never wealthy, but uh, never, uh, you know, never right. wanted for anything. Um, and I didn't have to fight, but I, I was always drawn to it. And I'm a true believer in, you know, you end up doing what you were born to, to do. And so, that's right. you know, that's right. Ain't that the truth? Uh, it'll, no, it'll you're right, man. You. You're totally right. Either I mean, you'll they... find it or it'll find you if you live long enough, but which is the tragedy of many people. But, um, I, I found fighting at an early age and I just, you know, it was something about it. Um, uh, I would have been a, you know, uh, an yeah. average size, little sort of skinny little, you know, white Brazilian kid out in Oklahoma, but Hey man, <laughs> I was tough. And, and these, you know, these, right. these, uh, you know, these guys couldn't, they, they just couldn't. And next day I'd show up. And they couldn't break me. And then the next day I'd show up and, you know, and it just, it, it turned into something bigger than me. And the sport was growing at the time. And I turned that's into a professional fighter. And, and that's, it's, it doesn't define me, but it's definitely been a huge part of who I am as a person. And it's made me a better person, better man, I think. But, you know, I should make MMA also better because of my involvement in it as well. And so... Well, you've definitely made, you've definitely helped me. Well, you've definitely helped my understanding of it, Carl, because before I started to have contact with you, I didn't know anything about, I mean, you know, you'd see things on television and whatnot, but I mean, just being able to talk to you, to to interact with you, you know, you're, you know, very, very articulate about things. And I, I, I really respect and appreciate that. The fact that you would, you know, come on and talk to us and, and, um, you know, just share some of these insights. Cause I just, I just think that we all, we all need to hear it, you know, in, in, in different ways, you know, and I mean, if you had to give, let me ask you, if you had to give, you know, just maybe one or two bits of advice to anybody who's in co- competitive sports and what, what would that, what would that be? Are, are there any sort of like big picture summary bits of advice you'd give? Like not just oh, for man, fighting. Definitely. But- I would say look at the look at the long picture or you know look at the uh, how do you say long term picture, in that you know it, what what cost is it to let's say dope and um, yeah. let, you know use uh, 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 any resource whatsoever 
available to get ahead now, but you might ruin your uh, public standing in your career in the future if you get found out later. Or, right. you know, uh, you get involved in some sort of a, a scandal for a short-term game, and then it becomes found out later. Everything you did uh, comes crumbling down. So that that's sort of the thing I would say. Just earn it, you know. There's no shortcuts. You just got to put the work in. And some some people have a direct path to, you know, getting the spotlight or, you know, huge opportunities or, you know, uh, becoming right. legends. And some people will, ne- will never even get that. And it, it's not to say it's, uh, you know, unfair or anything. It's just the way it is. And, yeah, you know, you right. can't expect to be, you know, the best in the world if you're not willing to put in the, the work that is, you know, Required, uh, uh, equal, required to be the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I think our, our, you know, modern day society is is all about now. We're able to download shit so quick. Yeah. And there's a, an app for everything, and people are sort of used to being able to get whatever they want when they want it. Yeah, and it's so true, that's man. Not how, that's so true. Well, it's not how. It's not how our. You know, our nobody wants to play the long game like, anymore. Nobody wants to play I mean, the long look game. Look at a guy like Jack Johnson, one of the you know the the first uh, professional boxers, uh, one of the first uh, world heavyweight champions. He he was a badass dude by all accounts, but he was a black guy. Came in in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. You know, yeah, that's yeah. that. The, he had a he had a, a deck stacked against him. He didn't, you know, download an app or have any uh, <laughs> crazy, right. you know, he didn't have right. any crazy shortcut. He had to just right. knock new tropics, new tropics. Yeah. No, Mont- dude, Bills, no soy right. there. No, no right. soy ass, no tropics. And he wasn't drop shipping. <laughs> he, wasn't doing, he, wasn't, he wasn't doing any of that, bro. Right. There was no affiliate you marketing. He just couldn't get it done, bro. He wasn't selling. It was no Insta soy, so he could get hashtagged out. Nah, bro. It wasn't about hashtagging or anything. He was just putting in the work, and you know, or 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 some of the older icons of of American and 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 world history. I mean, they had to put the fucking work in. And there's just something about our uh, my generation, you know, the the soy lennials, which is like (laughs) we we. We, we had, we had, unfortunately, we had this sort of, uh, 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 I don't know, this affluence sort of hoisted onto us and it's like, well, you know, yeah, you got all this shit and, uh, hell kid, you know, here's, here's something we didn't even have this in my time. What's it called? A CD, you know, see, there aren't even CDs anymore, but I, I remember when I was, you know, 12, 13 year old. My dad bought me a boombox and I bought he got me a bunch of CDs and right. he's like, you know, that's crazy. And this little disc, there's all this, it's more information than I ever had. Right. right. And, but now it's like, it's not even about CDs. My kid, he, he's 12. He's got an iPhone. Yeah. And that's, is it too much? Is it yeah. too much technology? You know what I mean? It's, it's a little too much. I, think I don't you're even right. know if, if they 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 understand how how much we have now. No, it, they don't. At times, it might be too much because. 
Well, it, what it does, it, it prevents focus. It, it prevents. I mean, they it, were happy to have you know yeah, three square it, meals. Well, it exactly. And now we have it, all this shit, but it detracts from our, our, my generation's not really producing much. No, I mean, well, other than what tech innovations and stuff, but is that all? It's is is that all life is? Well, gadgetry no, and apps. No, no, it's not. Well, that's exactly. You know, it. I, There's too much out there, and it's 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 detracted from. The ability to master a subject thoroughly. What you have now is you have a lot of dilettantes. You have dabblers. They dabble in this. They dabble in that. They dabble in something else. But is anybody really putting in the effort to become a true master in some field or some study, field of study or discipline or art or sport? And you're just not – you're not seeing as much of that now. True. Because it's not – it's not – I think honestly it's not even desired. Like – People don't. People have this sort of anachronistic view of of masters. Like, oh, they might be good in that, but you know, I can do this, right. this, and that. Also, do you know, do it yourself culture sort of thing. There, there's something to be said for a man uh, that can a cutlery master. He might not know much else, but you know what? He can fold over a piece of iron a thousand times and turn it into a katana. Yeah, That's pretty fucking yeah. badass. Damn right. But you know, nowadays, huh? Not sexy. There, there's no place for him in the workforce if you know if he doesn't make his own niche or whatever. Why? Because it's just not, you know, right. it's certainly not corporate, and it's a, a it's a niche market. So, huh? Nah. No one's really teaching master, you know, katana making. Just in the, as an example, I mean, there's so many other things I could cite, but it's just one of those things. The the masters, uh, they they were. There are no more masters. It's just like. Like I, I read one, oh, I don't know, about a month or so ago, uh, an article. It was about, you know, they did a poll in right. uh, China, Chinese kids, and what did they want to be the most? Astronauts. And yeah. they did a poll on American kids, and what did they want to be the most? And it was uh, YouTubers. Oh. oh my god! It's like that. You see what I'm saying? It's like upside Jesus. down. We we're talking about the United States where. You know, sp uh, the first to put men actually into space and on the moon, right? And you know, the largest space exploration program in the world till till today. But nah, uh, here let's see how that works out in another fifty years if it goes like that. I because, know, I know. You know, and you've got you know you've got an, uh, an Eastern uh, nation where there are there are millennial culture, you know, um, millennial and not in the in the new. Uh, you know, use of the word, but it actual, you know, several millennium they've, they've been around right, right. as a culture and they, they're looking at the long haul, you know, exactly. the Chinese. Yeah. So they're wanting to go to space. So I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. It was sort of a sign of our time sort of thing. I was like, ah, more of the, more of the same. Yep. Says it no, all. it says it all, Carlo. It says it all. And, and we don't, yeah. We're, so we, we're, but we're trying here, you know, we're, just I think even these these discussions we have, you know, these things, you know, what what we do that just in our own limited sphere. I mean, if we can only if we can influence even a few minds, I mean, I look at it this way, we will have done our job if we can have a positive effect on even a handful of people and get them to sort of see what used to be out there or what what the world used to look like, then we will have done our job, I think. I think that's that will make me satisfied. For sure, dude, for sure. And you know, I'll tell you this. MMA is a great avenue for it, for, for even self-exploration and self-discovery. Like, okay, once again, okay, I'm going to cite Fight Club. Great line. 
how much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Just right. a great fucking line because it yeah. says a lot. You know, it's like, you know, uh, yeah, it's not even about uh, actually the the physical, the brutality of it. It's about you know, eh, enduring you know it. That, yeah. Do you even know what that means? Like you know, nowadays, uh, hell, people get you know people break down um, if certain things happen. Like they, you know, if uh, a girlfriend breaks up with them or they get a big bill, oh, they or crawl something. up into the feet, curl up into the fetal position. They can't yeah, even handle that. I mean, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. They're, 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 that's what I do like about, uh, uh, you know, and I've always loved about MMA is it's, you know, as the individual sport aspect of it, it's all on me, but not only that, it's, it's actually fight or flight, which is pretty cool because right. you can actually take the bull by the horns. You know, at some point, the one-on-one basketball, it's at the end, it's like whoever puts the guy, the, the ball in the hoop most wins. Right. And it's like, okay, shake hands like or high five and just walk it off. All right, have a good day. You too, next next time. But in actually fighting, it's like, well, it's all on right. you. And yeah. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. You got to fight it out. It's, you know. Oh, I know, and, man. If With more people, and that's why more people need to be doing that. They need to be, they need to know what it's like to be in the arena. Because yeah. I think that would that would get rid of, and you know my take on like I just think I I that's why I think we should have a draft. We should have universal conscription to force these guys to learn what it's like to to have to mix with other guys, to have to be in the in the arena, to have to learn what it takes to uh, take hits and give hits. I mean, you've got we're, those lessons are being lost because of all this soy culture that we have now. So oh, absolutely, just, you know it's. It's just an estrus society, bro. It's just so soy, dude. <laughs> like, like straight up. No, no, seriously, because I, I was never able to serve uh, the military because I'm a dual citizen, so I'd have to abdicate from one of my. Right. You know, right. I, I if I would have to if I served in the U.S. military, I'd have to abdicate from my Brazilian citizenship, and you know, vice versa. And at the right. time, it was post 9/11. I was like, nah, not going to go into the Marines. I don't want to go to Afghanistan. I want to keep fighting. So. It was that sort of thing that was right. sort of motivating me to stay away from that. But I'll tell you what, I've got the profile to do that. And oh, yeah. I, oh, you sure do. You sure yeah, do. Yeah. And I've worked with pro- professionals here in Brazil and, and, and in the United States also who have told me that. They say, oh, man, you'd, you'd, you know, you'd, you'd do well with us and you know, oh, yeah. little comments like that. But I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm right with you. I think that it, there, there's something to be said for you know, obligatory at least one year. I know South Korea they do three years. Well, everybody's got to have skin in the. Everyone's got to have a stake in the outcome or skin in the game, as they say. You've got to have. Right. If you want, I mean, I also look upon it besides just a personal development thing. I look upon it as a societal good. I mean, you've got to in order to have a society where there aren't. Let's face it. In in America now, there aren't there aren't many things sort of gluing everybody together anymore the way that used to everybody's sort of off wanting to do their own fragmented thing but i think if you've got a if you had a whole generation of people with a similar experience if, if they had a common background a common experience you, you're bringing people from you know uh pork bend utah together with somebody from boston massachusetts together with somebody from tallahassee florida with somebody from los angeles you're bringing all these people together who would otherwise never even have a contact with each other that that cannot fail to to really i think build a, a cohesive generational social system and we're lacking that now you know we're lacking absolutely that. absolutely and it's not even about oh blind nationalism you know 
uh, in a, you know, stupid patriotism, blah, blah, blah. No, man. See, th- that's what people don't understand. It's not about a, a, a superiority complex. It's about pride. And without pride, oh, but pride is also a sin. But let me tell you, without no, pride, no, it's got nothing without there. pride, yeah, exactly. Without pride, a person won't brush their fucking teeth. A person won't comb their hair. They won't show yeah. up on time to anything. So there has to be a healthy sense of pride. How do you build pride? You, like you said, there has to be these rituals where people join together and they, they, they sort of gel into something that's greater than them. And then right. they can have pride in that. Because if that's they don't right. have pride in themselves, there's nothing better for the military or, you know, or for uh, like lost individuals than going into the military, I think. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. they'll find themselves there. It's sort of like, you know, full metal jacket without, you know, the, the, the you know, without, you know, right. him offing himself in the bathroom. But, you know, the craziness, I, I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's no, I know like what Joker, you're saying, man. I, I know Joker what you're saying. From full metal jacket instead of, you know, uh, 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 Gomer, but it, you know, yeah. I'd say like Joker. He showed up. He's just sort of, ah, I can do pictures, but I'm just here because I got to be here. Uncle Sam wants me. But after a while, he sort of starts finding himself there, yeah. and he becomes part of a brotherhood. And no, I, I don't know. I just I, I've got my own thoughts on that. I, I I really do agree with you. I think that you know military service is it's a it's a very important and overlooked part of you know societies oh, yeah. that I know, that man. it's it's super healthy man and and but if a person can't serve or maybe they're not that well there's inclined, always something right it's not say, for, yeah it's not for everybody that but there's always something if you know if somebody really has some you know there's other there's other things they can do there's other forms of national service or everyone should do something everybody needs to sure. have Everybody needs to have some sort of skin in the game. Everybody this this idea where everybody can some people are doing all the work and others are just sitting back and and not doing anything. I don't I don't I don't accept that. I don't right. accept that. Exactly. But, uh, like, you know, let's let the, the the guys that are sitting back and not doing shit, let's let them be in Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just like exactly. suck off everybody else's hard work. Let's let them do that. Exactly. Let's exactly. let's be proud that we're contributing to something greater than ourselves you know like i don't know in mma mma is great because i mean i might not be uh, you know I've, I've got a couple belts here and there but i might not be the you know quintessential world champion world renowned well, you know cares? top yeah. of the line making money um on uh, you know sports illustrated cover fighter but i'll tell you what i'm i'm I, the kind of respect i feel for my my peers in the game that 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 speaks for itself in what I do. Oh yeah. But more oh, yeah. than anything, it's given me confidence, uh, and and you know, uh, not only confidence but assuredness in myself in in everything else I've done in my life. And That's you know, so I've great, done a, a couple That's other great. things on the side that I don't even like to say. Oh, you know, online just to sort of keep, you know, the 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 prize fighter Carlo public and the the private Carlo private. Sure. But sure. Um, it's definitely helped me. That's uh, great, you know, my, man. My 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 MMA career, MMA is so important to me that you know, uh, pretty much. Yeah. No, I, I it, get it, it's, man. It's 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 not my religion. I wouldn't go that far to say, but I mean, I can't I can't go a day without training somehow. That's so real. that that's that's, true, that's how important it is to me. You All know, right, um, well, fantastic, Carlo, man. I I I hear you, man. It's a great. This is this is a great podcast here. Well, I think we'll, I think Hope we'll wrap so, it up. Dude. 
Oh yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there, man. And again, thanks for thanks for uh, giving us your thoughts on all these things, Carla. We really do appreciate it, and um, great to have you on. And until next time, man, keep the fires burning and keep the coconuts flying, man. Definitely. Thank you so much, Quintus. Appreciate. Talk it. soon, Carlo. Okay, take care.